we have the story of the Akedah, which Hashem gave a lot of tests, hard tests to Avram Avinu. Hashem gave him ten tests to see if he's going to listen to Hashem, if he's going to do the right thing, even though it's very difficult. And the last and hardest test Hashem gave him was this of the Akedah where Hashem told him to take his son that he loves and he thought he's going to have to, to bring him as a carbon to kill him even. Which he didn't. Hashem didn't want him to. But Hashem made a very hard test in order that when he passes the test it could be a very big schus, a merit, a protection for Avram and all his children. Because Avram Avinu is the father of the Jewish people. And Hashem gave him a lot of hard things to get through, so it gives strength to his children, and he gets protection for him. So Hashem tested Avram and said, Avram! And Avram said, Hineni, I'm here! Yes! What? Whatever Hashem wants. Hashem said, Please take your son, your only one, that you love, Yitzchak, and go to the land of Media and bring him up as a carbon, as a sacrifice, on one of the mountains that I will show you. Hashem told him slowly, Hashem didn't, didn't just say, take Yitzchak, take your son. Which son? Your only one. So he said, well, I have Yitzchak and Yishmol. Both of them are the only children for their mommies. The one that you love, I love both of them. Yitzchak. Hashem told him slowly, shouldn't be like too much of a shock. And also Hashem said, bring him for a carbon. On one of the mountains, I'll show you where. I didn't even say where. So now, imagine if you have a very good toy you like, let's say. And I would tell you, please give me the toy. Because uh, I wa- either I want it or I want to throw it in the garbage or something. I, I don't think it would be so easy. I tell you, give me your best toy. Just give me it. You're never going to get it back. I don't think it would be so easy for you to give it to me. So here... You can't Im- possibly imagine how much Avram loved his son Yitzchak. More than anybody could love their best favorite toy, their best thing in the world. This is his son who he loves. And he had him when he was so old. And he waited for him. And Hashem said, go take him, bring him to carbon. So now he's going to totally lose his son. And everything he, he dreamed for. And Yitzchak was going to be the future of the Jewish people. Everything. So you could think, you would say, what? That? No way. Avram didn't say nothing. It didn't didn't argue anything and okay, so he right away went to go do what Hashem said. Now he didn't tell his wife Sarah what he was going to do. He didn't want her to get scared and scream, say don't do it. Hashem said, "Tell me to do it, so I'll go do it." I, nothing about can stop me. So he made a he made an excuse. The medrash says he told his wife, "We're gonna go to yeshiva. We're gonna go learn with. I'll go learn taira." Okay. And he didn't tell Yitzchak either at first. So Avram Avinu got up early in the morning. He ran to go do it. Now, to run to go do it, that's in a way even harder. Then it's even a bigger, amazing thing. Because let's say, let's say I got to England, a, a cho- someone got in trouble, let's say. They have to do something, you have to lose your research, you have to get punished, you have to go somewhere, something you really don't like. So if I say, go there, go to the principal's office or something, so usually if you do something you don't like, you go a little bit slowly. You don't run somewhere where you're going to get punished, you're not going to like. But here, 
Adam Avinu, he had to do the hardest thing, but Hashem told him, go. He, he got up quick to go do it, happily. And not only that, he went with such a simcha, such a joy, as if he was bringing his son to go get married. It's to a chasna, to a chuppah. When someone marries off their child, they're so happy. Wow, finally got to get married. It's such a great thing. Here he had to, you know, he had to go shechtim, or he thought he had to, but Hashem told him to do it. He went with such a big simcha, such a joy, as if he's going to get married. So Avram got up early, and he got ready the donkey himself, even though Avram was rich and a lot of servants. But he was such a love for Hashem. He wanted to do what Hashem says. He ran himself to go get rid of the donkey, get ready the donkey, and he took with him Yitzchak. He also took with him two other people. Yishmael and Eliezer. And that was because an uh, important person is never allowed to walk around alone. He has to be extra careful. He has to have someone with him. So Avram thought that I'm bringing Yitzchak there to the mountain, Hashem said, and he's going he's to go up to Shemaim. He's not going to be here anymore. So I'm going to come back. So he couldn't come. He didn't bring one person. He brought an extra two people. Because what if when they're walking, one of them has to go on the side, use the bathroom, or go somewhere for a minute? Then he's going to be all alone for a few minutes. So in order that he should never be alone, he brought two people. So even if one has to leave for a few minutes, he'll always have someone with him. And he took with him the wood. He also had a knife. And they're traveling. They're going. Now, he was going for three days. Traveling, traveling. He didn't even know exactly where. Shem said to go to Lana Medea. He didn't tell him exactly where. He's traveling. Hashem made it take a whole three days he's traveling. Why did it have to take so long? Why couldn't he get there quicker? Is because if it would have happened right away, then Hashem's doing this, and Hashem wants to show everybody, later everyone's going to complain, Hashem, why are you giving so many good things to the Yidin? Why are you giving so many brachas, so many good things to Avinu? Hashem's going to say, look, look what he did. The hardest thing ever, and he did it, because I said so. So they would say, if he, if he would have said, Hashem, Hashem would have said, take his chak and bring him, and he brought him, brought him right away, he said, oh, Hashem, that's because you confused him. He was like in a shock. If you go to someone and say, hey, give me that. So uh, you might be a little shocked. Okay, take it. Uh, but if you have time to think about it, you might say, wait, I don't want to do that. Or you could change your mind. Wait, I don't want to give it to you. So Hashem made him have a three-day journey. So the whole time he's seeing Yitzchak and saying, I'm going to go shechtim. So he should know what he's happening. See, he's change his mind. But Avram did not change his mind. Hashem said, so I'm going to go do it. Now the Yitzhahara Malach, also known as the Satan, he did not want Avram to pass this test. He was very upset. Because if Avram passes this test, it's going to be a, a big protection, a schus for his children forever. So, so the Medrash says that he came first to Avram, and he said, um, where are you going? So I started talking, where are you going? Oh, um, we're going to pray. Oh yeah? You're going to pray? Then what do you have? Wood? A knife? Fire? What do you need these things to go pray for? Eh, you know... Maybe in case we want to uh, find an animal and if we want to eat or make, you know. So then the, the, the Yitzhahara Malach dropped his uh, fakings and started screaming at him, You crazy person! You're going to go kill your son? You had him when you were 100 years old? You crazy? And Adam um, said, ah, I don't care, I'm not listening to you. He said, What? You're a murderer? I'm not listening to you. So after he tried to convince Adam a few ways, then he went to Yitzchak. He came, pretended like, like a different person. Um, like a young boy, and said, Where are you going to? Oh, uh, I'm going to learn Taita. Ha! You're going to learn Taita alive or dead? Your father's going to kill you. He said, 
I don't care. Uh, whatever Hashem wants, I'm going to do. Oh, come on. You know how much your mother wanted you? Now you either let this old crazy person kill you? So I said, what? The, the Yitzhah Malach said, but you know, all these nice things your mother put away for you, you want your Shmuel to get instead? And your Shmuel and Yitzhak didn't really get along so well. Your Shmuel hated Yitzhak and tried to do bad things to him. So finally, Yitzhak asked his father, Tati, he said, my father said, here's the fire, the wood, looks like we want to bring a carbon, but where's the lamb? Where's the animal? So Avram said, Hashem will show the animal for a carbon, my son. And Yitzchak understood. Meaning, if there'll be an animal, fine. If not, then my son, meaning you will be the carbon. So Yitzchak understood very well what his father meant. And he said, okay, Hashem wants me to do it, let's go. And he went happily. If Hashem wants, I'll give it my life for him. They both went happily. The Yitzchak and Malach still try to stop them, putting things in the way that they should be harder to walk, and they just kept on going. They, didn't, they ignored them totally. They finally came by the place. They, they saw the place from far away. Actually, the public says that they saw the place before Yitzchak asked the question. They saw the place from far away because they saw the cloud of Hashem Shekhinah resting over a mountain. The mountain was there, and there was a special holy thing that they Avram Yitzchak were able to see. And Avram asked Yitzchak, what do you see? And he said, I see the cloud of Hashem Shechina by the mountain. And then Avram asked Yishmol, and he said, what do you see? He said, we see a mountain. They couldn't see the, the special cloud. Because only a tzaddik was able to see. So Avram told his uh, helpers, wait here together with the donkey. Me and my child, we will go. We'll bow down and we'll come back. Now, Avram actually said we will come back by accident because he meant he thought that he's going to go shecht his son as a carbon and come back himself so he should have said I will come back and said by accident he said we will come back it was a little nevuah a prophecy because that's actually what happened in the end they both came back which is a test so Avram came on top of the mountain that was a very special place that's the place, the base of Mikdash, of the Mizbeach. That's the place Neach brought Karbanes. That's the place all the Mishnah was made from. A very special, holy place. And Avam built there up in Mizbeach. He set up the wood and tied up Yitzchak. He put him on. And Avram took the knife to shecht his son. So Avram picked up the knife and checked it and made sure it's perfect. And the Malachim then were crying away. And they were crying, Hashem. Please, don't, don't let Yitzchak, Avram's child, be destroyed, be killed. And they also mention Hashem. Avram has so many schusim, so many special merits he does. Doesn't he do achnas zarechem? Doesn't he bring in guests in his house? And that was a very powerful merit that he had that actually protected them. So now the malachim cried and their tears went into Yitzchak's eyes. And that's one of the reasons why later when Yitzchak got older, Yitzchak became blind. Because the tears of the Malachim fell in his eyes. There must have been some kind of special tears, how exactly it works, I don't know. But one of the reasons why he became blind later. So now, Avram went to go shecht his son, and Medrash says that he even put the knife right down by his neck, and the Malach stopped him, and held him back, and said, Avram, don't, 
Avraham twice said his name. Said twice in his like beloved way. He repeated his name. Said yeah. He said no. Don't put your hand to the child. Don't do anything bad to him. Don't hurt him. It was a test. Now I know that you really fear Hashem and you didn't even hold back your son. So at first Avraham thought maybe it was the Yitzhahadamal trying to stop him again with another trick. So Hashem spoke to him and said no. Which is a test. I didn't want you to kill him. I said bring him up for Eulah. I didn't say kill him. You brought him up. Now you can take him back down. In fact, when Avram put the knife by Yitzchak's neck, he didn't, you know, whatever, it didn't kill him, but the Neshama already flew out of the body, and then it came back. Yitzchak had Tchir Samesim. Now, at the same time, Hashem sent, instead of Yitzchak, there came a ram. A ram came to go be, that Avram should begin the carpet instead. The ram knew that it gets the schos to be a carbon. It gets the special thing to be a sacrifice to Hashem. So the ram started running. He wanted to go. He wanted to go be a carbon there. And the Yisahara Malach grabbed the ram and started pull, pushing it away and got it stuck in a bush. So the ram was stuck. Wanted to go to Avraham was stuck. So Avraham went and took the ram. And he took this and he made it as a carbon. The ram was a carbon instead of, instead of Yitzchak. That ram had two horns on its head. One of the horns, the left horn, became a shoifer that was blown by Matan Torah. By Matan Torah, Sinai, or the Mount Sinai, there was a big sound of a shoifer that was from that horn. The right horn, which is even greater, is going to be blown when Mashiach comes. Mashiach comes, there's going to be a sound of a very great shoifer, and all of them are all going to come back. This ram actually was waiting from when Hashem made the world. It was waiting for this to happen to be a carbon, to be a sacrifice to Hashem. It was waiting until then. And a malach of Hashem called out to Avram again and said, Binishpati, I swear, Hashem, in the name of Hashem, that because you did this, I'm going to bless you and I'm going to make your children very great, like the stars of the sky. And like the sand by the ocean, that it's a, a lot and never gets destroyed, and your children will inherit their enemies, and everyone's going to be blessed through you because you listen to me. This is actually so important, the story of the Kedah, that it's in the davening, in the morning every day, for that adults read, when you're maybe different ages, you start to read it in, in school. And it teaches us the way a, a Jew the way we act when we listen to Hashem. Here, Avraham Avinu thought he's going to lose everything. He's going to lose his son, he's going to lose his future, everything. Hashem said, I don't listen to any ideas, is it good for you, not good for me, I just do what Hashem says. So, Hashem doesn't, didn't want Yitzchak to be killed, and we're not allowed to kill people. We don't bring humans as sacrifices. Chas Hashem Getshka people, people do idols do that, but Hashem does not let us kill people. Hashem just tested Avram. But that type I've given over to Hashem. I do whatever Hashem wants, even if I'm going to lose out. If I lose my best toy, I think I'll lose out my game, I'll lose out my, uh, who knows, my, my candy, whatever you think it is. If I'm going to do what Hashem says, I, it's not kosher, I'm not going to eat it. Uh, whatever you think it is that the Yitzhah tries to catch us to do, we say, we listen to Hashem, even if you think I'm going to lose out, we do it. Then Avram gained a lot. Avram got many blessings from it. Is this the type of Messiah's nefesh, the type of sacrifice we learn from Avram Avinu to have an everyday life?